welcome back to fangirl fever we're gonna dive deep into the new harry styles album we've kind of been teasing it in the last few episodes but in this episode we're gonna dive deep and let you know all our thoughts but first our favorite posts okay just to keep the theme going my favorite post not this week when the episode comes out but the week that we're recording is the James Corden video with Harry when they had three hours and $300 to make a music video for Daylight. And I remember when the news of James Corden, like this being his last season on air or whatever, people were begging to do like one last carpool karaoke with Harry. But we got something way, way better. Like the video was 17 minutes long, including the music video at the end. And watching it just made me realize we need to move to New York ASAP, like yesterday, if possible. Um, Mine is also on theme. Amy sent me the video of just her meeting Harry, and I was like, oh my god, that's so cute. But I was a little confused about the context because, I don't know, you didn't really know what was going on. But mm-hmm. if you watch the full video, it shows like her whole day and... She was literally surprised by Harry, which makes that even more crazy, in my opinion. And I was smiling through the whole thing. And she's really one of us. She, she really, really is. is. And at the beginning, she's at the pop-up in New York. And she's like, here's the merch. You know, it's merch. And then she, like, whispers to the camera that fan-made merch is better. And I was like, she... So true literally gets it not to slander Britney whatsoever but I am siding with that one side of stan twitter where we all think that it should have been Sarah doing this whole thing Sarah Baska if you guys know who she is yeah I I mean I hope that one day Sarah will get to meet him like maybe for like the love on tour like when he actually goes on tour maybe she'll get to do something too but I really hope like she gets to meet him too obviously Sarah's been online longer but Britney's Mm -hmm. like been a fan she's pretty, just she's pretty as iconic. long and she's so unique I feel like and very mm-hmm. just authentic which I love and the video yeah. was 20 minutes or something of just mm-hmm. pure happiness and fun so definitely recommend watching I have not watched it yet and I don't know if I can sit through it because as I've mentioned in previous episodes like YouTube videos it's so hard for me to pay attention because TikTok has absolutely destroyed my attention span So maybe I'll get around to it later, but I'm definitely probably not going to watch it anytime soon. Then you'll never be able to watch Sarah Baska's Coachella vlog. Dude, I haven't watched any of her videos in a while, to be honest. Like, they're just so long. I was going to pick her Coachella vlog for my post because Mm -hmm. I was, like, awaiting it because her Coachella vlog from 2019 is Is iconic. So good. I watched it. I mean, it was amazing, obviously. So fun, Mm -hmm. but... I felt like Britney's video was a little more on theme because it was like all about Harry. First, talk about our ticket buying experience because this man is absolutely insane and he's doing like a mini residency. I feel like everybody should know by now, even if you're not a fan of him, but he's playing 15 shows, MSG, 15 shows at the Forum, five shows in Chicago, some shows in, is he going to Canada this time? I think there's, yeah, Toronto. I don't know if there's five and then there's five in Austin. I think there's, yeah, there's, I think there's three in Toronto. So he is booked and busy. Um, Tell us about your ticket buying experience. Well, first of all, I actually really like 
how this tour is set up it's new and unique I feel like because it's not a residency but it kind of is like a residency but it's also still like a regular tour I don't know I just feel like Harry has a specific type of fan base where people are willing to like ball out and travel and stay in New York for like two weeks to see him every night I feel like him and Ari and maybe Justin could do it yeah I feel like Ariana definitely could do it and I don't know who else maybe Olivia but I don't think it could be 15 shows no like actually I don't know her fans are kind of crazy like in a good way crazy yeah it's just like I like it and I also was like oh this will make ticket buying for like shows in New York so much easier because there's so many more to pick from boy was I wrong I was like scared it was gonna be like Olivia it was even worse than Olivia and I don't know how because MSG is like a 20 20,000 cap and I didn't get a ticket because it it was evil like every time I'll click on a ticket it would go away another fan got it official platinum Ticketmaster is on my hit list like actually stop doing that it's evil and sinister and nobody should pay two thousand dollars for a ticket that's worth like 300 i didn't get tickets but tell your story when we signed up for like the verified fans thing it was like three weeks until tickets went on sale so every single day i was so anxious i was just like we're one day closer to finding out if we get codes or not i got a code but it was like for a show that wasn't even like on my top five that i requested like i think i requested all the california shows but obviously i put like the Halloween show first and the last show and I got like the second to last show but I found out a little while later that if you got a code you could use it for any show so I'll just like let me just try it for myself Ticketmaster like split up the sale times because there's so many shows okay first time I did not get lucky I think maybe it was the first show but I was just about to hop on my weekly call with my boss and my cousin is facetiming me I'm just like what is she calling me for and I texted her, can't talk right now on a call with my boss. And she's like, I got pit for the last show. And I'm and I just start freaking out. And I text her back and I was like, buy it, buy it, buy it. Cause I gave her my card info. And I was like telling my boss that he's like, what are you so like frantic for? So I was like giving him the whole rundown. And he and like he did not know like Harry was doing this. So I, I spilled the tea for him. He said he was very happy for me. I was so happy. Like day was made. So got pit tickets for face value. Thank God for the last show. And I think I'm going to go with Kaylee for that show. So I'm very excited. The 1029 show went on sale. I had no intentions of buying it. But coincidentally, I had finished lunch like right before it went on sale. So I was like, let me just test my luck right now. Joined the queue at like 358 or 359. And I got in right away. And Pitt was right there. This was on my phone. But it was actually pretty easy to check out. Like I had no problem whatsoever. And I'm just like, I cannot believe I just did that. I looked at the time I got tickets in under five minutes. This had never happened to me before in like a really long time. Close people know. And now you guys know. Um, And me and Zoe, we really wanted to go to like actual like Halloween day. And I don't know if there's anybody out there willing to switch tickets. But if something last minute comes up and you guys want to switch tickets, let us know. But as of right now, we are both going to the 1029 show and I'm going to call it Harry Weed Night One just so that I don't have FOMO. I'm so freaking excited. I cannot believe that happened. So from now on, I'm going to try joining the queues at like three or like 
two minutes or one minute before joining because I think I mentioned this in the Olivia episode but my friend also did that and she got in right away so that just might be the trick and she also bought tickets on her phone so maybe we're sleeping on buying tickets on our phone it's so annoying because Ticketmaster literally says use a computer and get there 15 minutes before that just might be the trick guys we finally cracked the code I kind of hate that they had the verified fan codes worked for every show. That defeats the entire purpose yeah. of having a specific code for a but show. But also, like, if it didn't work, then I wouldn't have gotten the tickets. So Yeah, but still, like, I know exactly how many people about, were trying to go to the show that I wanted to go to in New York, and they didn't put that on their list. It wasn't like you signed up and you got a code to every show. It was you, you ranked every single show, and then it texted mm-hmm. you, you got a code for this. And now that you bring that up, actually, somebody on Harry's on Twitter caused, like, a little fiasco because she was saying that if you didn't use your code for the show that you got it for, your ticket was going to be voided, and that made everybody so scared, but it was just a false Literally because, fear-mongering why. Because, like, I don't know why, but her ticket just wasn't loading or whatever, but people were saying, like, they had the same issue with the American Express presale, but I honestly was going to be so pissed because I would have lost both of my tickets. That literally would have been a scam. Like, Ticketmaster that could get sued. Because you can't because just be like, you bought this ticket, but now your ticket's voided and we're not going to give you a refund. Yeah, like, and then there were people were asking, did you get refunded? And she's like, no, I didn't get refunded. So, I don't know. Honest mistake, I guess. But People were sh- literally fear-mongering on the internet that day. Like, for no reason. So glad it's over and now we have something to look forward to. Yeah, I never, ever, 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 ever want to do Verified Fan again. But I know I'm going to have to many Honestly, times in I my future. Honestly, I don't even remember when Verified Fans was even introduced. I remember they did it for pretty much in 2019. Yeah, I remember that too. I don't know if they did it for... Which they don't Ariana. even need. They don't even need a Verified Fans. For real, like... You like can even back there, like you can just put their then, tickets on regular, regular. They sale. did not need verified fans. For Ariana, I don't remember having to sign up for verified. Fans I just for think her. that you just got put in a waiting room, mm-hmm. and then you were just like thrown in. So yeah, like, honestly, I just, just I feel like everyone gets a coat. Like just make us do Hunger Games style ticket. Literally, again. may the best like, one win. It kind of is like a false sense of security. Like I got a code, but yeah. it's like how many people do they give codes to? And mm-hmm. if you can use it for every single show, then what's the point of the code? Usually you can't use it for other shows, but for some reason. Maybe there was just a glitch in the in Or the maybe like tour. the Ticketmaster employees just got too lazy to like put yeah, that extra Yeah, they were like, security. whatever. So that was our ticket buying experience. And if anybody's going to those shows, let us know so we can have a little FGF meetup. And if anyone's willing to sell me new york show tickets for face value hit me up or hit amy up yeah let us know because i will not be spending more than face value i'm putting that law out for myself harry's having a show on my dad's birthday and i really want to take him so i don't care if they're nosebleeds if you dm hsq (laughs) if you're selling 11 11 tickets hit a girl up please face value only or less face value or less no All right, let's get into the, the core and get into the, the track by track dissection of Harry's house because I feel like we haven't done a track by track episode in a really, really, really long time. And Zoom is not going to mess us up today because we have yeah, unlimited minutes. Because this is going to take a long time. Get a snack. We are about to fight each other right now. 
let's start with your fave okay track number one music first DC restaurant so mm-hmm. i love this song it was originally my fave okay, first wait, wait, wait. question would you love this song if you didn't have green eyes yes it's a okay. box and if you don't think it is you need to stop being a hater a sad person sometimes life is supposed to be fun okay stop making fun of happy music i think this was my favorite song at first because i feel like upon every first listen i'm like i need the most out there track because it kind of pulls me in and makes me like obsessed and Mm -hmm. then i get into everything else and i think that's why i love this song and why i think it's a great first track now amy claimed this song okay i did she claimed it and then it was after one, listening okay, a it few wasn't times, my only one though it was after, one after of, listening like, a few times she texts me it's my least favorite but i think it would be in a different spot if it wasn't first now tell me what that means explain in detail because okay. it makes no sense to me i've literally explained it to you like three times already it doesn't but, make sense okay so like the first song that i listen to like when i'm listening i already start ranking right so it automatically has position number one and then as I get more into the album, like it just keeps moving down because I get so excited from the other songs because I want like the, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, I heard it first and I'm like, okay. But then the other songs are just like, it has more potential than the last. So that's why Music for Sushi Restaurant is at the bottom. Okay. Well, I guess Let me that know if that makes, makes sense. sense to anyone It kind of makes sense, but it's also like after you listen to an album, don't you have your favorites? It doesn't matter where they are in the album. Like, yes, yeah, I do care about album order if you're listening front to back, but like w- if it was track four, would you, you would like it more? I think so, but we'll never know because I listened to the album from what? top to bottom. You'll never know, but you can listen to it on shuffle now. That's what but, I don't understand. But I like listening to this album in order. Okay. Is that all your thoughts on music? I love it. And Harry knows how to do an intro. He's literally Mr. Intro. He goes from Golden to Music for a Sushi Restaurant. He knows what he's doing. Okay. In terms of intro, I like Golden a lot more. I don't know. Golden is just that girl. But anyways, this song reminds me of Harryhausen, aka the Japanese restaurant in Monsters, Inc. And it's so like Harry's house, Harryhausen, like he definitely was watching Monsters, Inc. when he was like making this album or something. And I don't know if I'm crazy, but in the last 30 seconds, do you hear a baby crying? It's a kazoo. I've confirmed it. It's a kazoo. Really? How do you know? It just sounds like a kazoo. It's like... When when I listen to it, I hear a baby crying. Moving on to Late Night Talking, which he debuted at Coachella. Because this is a rare case of only having one song as a single before the whole album is released, I was kind of like thinking in my head, so which song is going to be the next single? Or like what songs are going to hit the most for the general population? Mm-hmm. And this was my number one. This is my number one candidate. And I was right. Honestly, me if too. You look at, if you look at Spotify, the second one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's got 81 million streams. If As It Was wasn't the lead single, I feel like Late Night Talking would have done pretty well too. Yeah, I think this is a good second single. I like it, obviously, but... It's not a favorite, and I always want the singles to be the worst songs on the album because that means the stuff that's on the album is extremely good. So this song is a good, solid Harry's House song. It fits the vibe. I love it. Like it'll be fun live. I hope it doesn't get watermelon sugared. But I feel like it. I feel like it won't. I don't. I feel like like, I feel like it'll be like a golden. 
for me. Honestly, I feel or, like this is like lights up to me. Like, yeah, I was gonna say lights up. Yeah, it up. feels very lights up esque. And when he's singing, if you're feeling down, I just want to make you happier, baby. I smile so hard. Like, imagine him saying that to you and that he can't get you off his mind. Track number three, Grape Juice, Fruit Title Song. I'm gonna be honest, I thought I was gonna like this song the least because I cannot imagine how anyone could incorporate the word grape juice into a song, but he did it flawlessly and it was immediately like one of my like top five songs. When I think of grape juice, I was thinking of like a little like juice box of grape juice and I was Me like, too. like that sucks. Like grape juice in a juice box immediately now, but he's also talking about wine because he's an adult favorite lyric is i was on my way to buy some flowers for you me too so isn't cute. that that's such a good instagram caption too to be honest like yes. this album has a lot of good instagram captions but i don't be posted enough to use them so <laughs> also the beginning when he does like the little one two three thing like ASMR. yes oh and i think he does like some screen a little bit of screaming on the in the background he'd be screaming a, quite a bit on this a album. little bit a little yeah. bit but the feedification of Harry's house. One day house. I need him to be screaming on the main vocal track. Like we need scream, not screamo, but just screaming Harry. Like yeah. we need that to be the main HS4 vocals. as it was. I think this was an excellent single choice. The music video was so fun. And I really love like people on TikTok who's like making the jumpsuits like for their love on tour albums. I'm just like, how are you guys that talented? Please make me one. I honestly want one. We should make them. Um, I don't know. Like, how, I, I, I know how to sew, but like, I can't do all that. But I totally agree. I think this is the absolute perfect choice for a single. And I'm really, mm-hmm. really glad that he only released one single. I don't know if that was intended because the song did so well. They were like, what's the point of releasing anything else? Plus, it was mm-hmm. such a small release time between as it was an album yeah. release. So I don't know about the deets, obviously. But I think... It was a great choice and it worked out really well in their favor and the music video. I love it. It's so hairy and mm-hmm. it makes me so happy. And I, I watched the behind the scenes and I teared up a little because I love that man. Do you think this song has been watermelon sugared yet? I think it's getting there. Not getting there, but I th- it's getting the same treatment. But I also think this song is in general a better song than watermelon sugar so i don't think i'll end up hating it and then obviously i love the beginning come on harry we want to say goodnight to you i love so cute i love when people say that like when people were saying it at coachella so amazing just imagine every show on tour gonna be beautiful and i i kind of feel like when i think of like voice memos on songs i think of uh thank you next and SZA because and I also feel like if there's a voice memo on a song it's usually a recurring theme throughout the album so I was like oh mm-hmm. is there gonna be more and there wasn't more but it's okay mm-hmm. I still think it's really cute and simple and started out the HS3 era very 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 well. very strong he's so smart he knows exactly what we needed Daylight is definitely a favorite for me mm-hmm. I love like the instrumental part of the chorus I don't know if I should call it guitar I feel like it's more than just a guitar mm-hmm. but it just like it it just feels so I, good yeah, that part is one of my favorite parts of that album as a whole like it just makes me feel good I know I love 
first listen i already liked this song but after that james corden music video i liked it even a lot more and this was technically the first song i heard besides um as it was because this girl that i follow on tiktok used it as an audio and i couldn't resist listening to the whole thing so i'm just like okay he's on to something <laughs> favorite lyrics are if i was a bluebird i would fly to you you'd be yeah, the spoon debut honey yeah, so i could honey. be sticking to you so and cute goes, and then his nose bleeding doing cocaine and then he said like in my kitchen, in my kitchen. you never listen yeah like who so was cute. doing cocaine in his kitchen i have no idea who wasn't listening to him <laughs> i would always be listening to him i would listen but this is the beginning of like my favorite sequence of the album that's about it for daylight she's just a happy summer song do you think he's gonna not perform any of these songs live I hope not. I feel like there might be like one that he might not yeah, perform. Yeah, like he barely performs to be so lonely and sunflowers. So hopefully, yeah. at least like on this leg of tour, he'll play all of them. I hope so too. I feel like his shows might be longer now too. Yeah, I feel but like that they also were means sacrificing some HS one and two songs, which yeah. I don't think I'm ready for. We need like I need a three hour like every single song i just need an entire discography concert i need a live album with every single song ever yes. and medicine and i was like okay which i don't know how there I feel is which there, there is, is but it's not lyric. it's not like super obvious like it's yeah. very subtle and this song i was like i have to because i literally call everybody a freak like mm-hmm. all the time so i was like okay this is it i don't care if it's bad that I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just brush it under the. I'm gonna pretend it didn't happen. But it's amazing, beautiful, best song ever. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Um, I have a lot of favorite lyrics. I personally think that this song has the best lyrics. So we could just leave it at that if you want, or you could share your favorite lyrics from. The song. I'll share them just so okay. you guys think of me when you hear them. Never saw my birthmark. I think that is oh such God. a cute, like... I saw a lyric. super funny um, TikTok about that because you know how um, last era we were talking about this made-up person, Chris Trepidation? And then this era we have Mark and people are just saying um, a person named Mark didn't see his birth. You never saw my birth, Mark. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when I saw that TikTok and I'm just like, how do people think of this stuff? Matilda um Ouch. i love this song like wow mm-hmm. wow and in the zane low interview he kind of like he talks about why it's called matilda and i like that it's like it's kind of subtle that it's based off of the story of matilda but it's also like his own take and it's not super obvious like it's him taking an event in his life writing about it and then kind of blending the two together which mm-hmm. i think is so genius. genius and it turned out beautiful and it's i think the third most streamed song on the album which yeah, is crazy, crazy because it's really sad yeah and as we all know we always talk about how i am like a sucker for like the saddest music possible but this song is so sad that it's really hard for me to listen to sometimes like today i was listening to the album this morning and i had to skip it because I was just like not trying to be sad today. So usually when I listen to it top to bottom, I actually, I think this is my most skipped song just because it's hard to listen to. Not that I don't like it, 
because I love all the songs, even Music for a Sushi Restaurant, I just don't like it as much as the others. Um, this is like, it hits close to home for a lot of people. Like when I am just chilling, like I'll hit Daylight and then let it play in order. Daylight, Little Freak, Matilda, like that is a back-to-back to back cue. Yeah. Amazing, um, beautiful. I'm also just thinking about like all the Harry stands that's going to name their kid Matilda. Literally, it's like in like 2030, it's going to be like Matilda is the most popular girl, baby, baby girl name. Seriously. In After the U.S. In Diana, the UK. Olivia. It, yeah. I remember Anna. when Diana came out, I was like, everyone's so lucky that they're na- like people named Diana. They're so lucky. Okay. Right, moving on. Number cinema. eight cinema. Okay. I like this song, but I think mm-hmm. it's towards the bottom of my list. I think mm-hmm. it'll be really fun live, but it's just it's just not a favorite. But I do love him screaming. I so believe this was one of the other songs that I claimed. And did you realize that we literally sang to Watermelon Sugar over the intro of Cinema, like on tour? Really? Yeah. Listen to the intro of Cinema, and then I'll send you like the video where he's like kind of introing Watermelon Sugar, and he's like, "Are you guys ready to take it all the way home?" And then he goes like. And then he starts watermelon sugar. Dude, he to take it all the way home. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He literally be teasing us. Like yeah. when did I send you that thing? It was like somebody had a sign that was like, you made this blank house a blank home. And then he was like, Oh you know? Yeah, yeah. Harry's house. Um, but listen to the cinema intro again and then just like visualize like the live version of watermelon sugar like and you will hear it. I deleted like hearing watermelon sugar live out of my brain. Okay, well, just I was try like, your best. And then if you can't, I'll send you the video because when I rewatch it, I'm just like, I literally hate that's, the way. That's like Ariana putting seven rings at the beginning of Thank You, Yeah, Max. exactly. Same exact energy. So um, I really like cinema. I hate that I still don't know like the outro part when he does like the little U-pop cinema, blah, 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 blah. But I will have it down before the live shows start. He says intimate really weird in this song he says <laughs> I really, intimate like i really um, like how he says it i'm I gonna start British, saying it like that but it's he's, intimate he's trying to not forget where he belongs okay true i mean he's trying to stick to his roots yeah, for me but, i feel like the yeah. lyrics are just very simple but it's still like a fun song and it reminds me of she lives in daydreams with me so the parallelism mm-hmm. very true I, I mean, I like it. It's just, I just need to get over. Like, I, I need to form new memories with the sound of this song. I see. Once once we hear it live, you'll start yeah. listening to it more, I think. Yeah. Okay. Number 10 or nine. I love, I love her. Keep driving. Yeah. I think I, I also think this one. This song and Little Freak have the best lyrics. This song, mm-hmm. I feel like, agreed, is agreed. the lyrics are very Phoebe vibes, like where it's just you're kind of naming things that yeah. rhyme. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Yeah. So that's funny you so mentioned cute. that because I just call this the word bobbit song because he's just stringing a bunch of random, like, words. He literally and said together. side boob. Side boob. I know. Boob, like, choker with the sea view. T with cyborgs, like he was what is on going something. on? Um, I like but it though. Somehow it makes perfect sense. Somehow. I know, and I love the lyrics about breakfast. It makes me like think of sitting at a little table and at the Beechwood Cafe. At no, no, in my <laughs> private home. 
okay. on a hill in Italy with Harold and he made me breakfast and I'm like yes I don't even yes. like coffee but I'll drink it <laughs> honestly I'll drink this the coffee has you made become me. my go-to for song to put on the car because yes. why not it literally says keep driving wasn't a favorite at first because I feel like it doesn't stand out but it's like once you understand it you just it clicks in your head Mm -hmm. so I feel like this also would have been like a fun option like for the James Corden video if it wasn't daylight I would have loved to see them recreate or like create a keep driving music video I want Harry to do an album where he does a music video for every song like can more artists do that please like that would be incredible deep into the songs and And we know he has the budget for that because those ticket sales the ticket sales the merch prices come on now this is my second favorite um yeah the keep driving satellite boyfriends love of my life like that is just a chef's kiss it sounds so good together but satellite is also i feel like it took a little bit of growing but now i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god i'm literally a satellite yeah and Um, i think i claim this one because of Chinese satellite by mm-hmm. Phoebe, but different vibe. Yeah. I feel like everybody, or like not everyone, but most of Stan Twitter loves satellite because it's so 1D esque. Like there's literally a mashup of satellite and clouds that's kind of trending on TikTok right now. It's so fun. Uh, and I clouds. love her. Like, like I just know this is going to be my favorite song live. Like just dancing around with everybody in pit like we're literally gonna spin round and round we're I'm going very, to be satellites yeah we're gonna dress up as satellites for our hairy week oh my actually. god <gasps> yes i love it though but, but yeah, every time so every time he says we share the last line i think he's gonna say we share the last slice like of pizza and i'm like that's what? such a smart i'm that's like that's so such random. a smart lyric but he's his last line and I love that he says, I'm in an LA mood. LA mood. I don't want to talk I've to you. I've seen so many captions using that already. And I'm just like, I want people rolling their eyes. Soon. I'm in an LA mood. Yeah. I'm always in it's an like LA mood. So subtle, like non hairy people would just think it's such a coincidence that a bunch of people are in an LA mood. But this song is a certified classic. I hope he plays it live. I feel like some of these songs are going to get robbed of their place on that set well i feel like since he has so many shows if he's going to decide to like cut some then maybe at least play them at the other shows you know so at least we have some fans experiencing it and then we can share it with the rest of the world i don't even know what number this is boyfriends whatever 12 this is a hit and it's the lowest performing song of all the songs which is like Clearly, some of you don't understand what needs to be understood about this song. He is so smart. I love the background, the 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 not the background, the backwards backstory. Oh, the, the backwards back, in the, the backwards in the beginning and the backstory of it, like yeah. I and love, it was supposed like, to be on fine line or was almost on fine line. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just such a hairy song. Like he could have released this as just a single or something, and it would have been amazing i just feel like it's just very like neutral and it could be fine line or harry's house but i do i love it. i think the reason why it's the least perf- 
most the least streamed song is because it's very stripped down compared to the rest of the album which yeah. I guess is not a lot of people's taste but I like it that way and I like it because I relate in the way that I am Harry singing the song to all my friends begging them to please leave their boyfriends so they can participate in hot girl summer literally like like next time just, this was a needed message Like, if I'm ever picking up my friends, like, I don't care who they are, I'm blasting boyfriends just so that they can, like, low-key, like, get the message I'm trying to tell them. Yeah, they'll get it. Their their subconscious will understand. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. But um, I also think this is, I feel like this would be really fun live. I feel as though the real ones understand this song. And people, just normal people won't. The people with taste will get it. We're on the last one already. Love of mm-hmm. my life. This, I think, was my favorite after music for a sushi restaurant upon the first listen. It's still a fave mm-hmm. of mine. And it just hits. And I think it's a great outro. Like, after after having fine line as an outro, coming back with, like, a really good outro is a hard task and he did it so i'm proud of him and i love this song and i love the part um before the second verse where all the vocals are layered he's kind of like i wish that was more in the song but i also love that it's kind of in one part because it's like it gets me really excited for that part to listen to and i think it sounds beautiful this took me a couple listens until I realized that this was the song that was playing in the teaser trailer and I'm just like oh wow he really just knows how to like sprinkle like bits and pieces of songs into like other aspects of promo and whatnot Mm -hmm. and I would have to disagree with you a little bit about like the song being an outro I feel like fine line is such a strong closing song for fine line and love of my life is a I think love of my life is the best option as a closing track for this album but I just don't think it's living up to like the fine line as an outro song I mean I think fine line's like another level of outro but I feel like the love of my life is fine line is built is the is the next is the next best thing you can get like I feel like if we picked anything else it would have been like "Mm, what is that I feel like if any other song was the last song the album would feel incomplete like I feel like "Mm, I feel like something's missing I love the lyric, don't know you, don't know where you land when you fly. I feel like that's kind of a recurring theme about like, I don't know what you're up to, but I think about you. Mm -hmm. Also the melody of this song, it doesn't feel very sad, but the way that he says you were the love of my life and not you are the love of my life absolutely kills me. Like who was the love of his life and why why isn't it me? In the Zane Lowe interview, he said it was kind of about, like, um, I think London or somewhere in England, like, mm-hmm. not really appreciating what he had when he had it, like, the simpleness of it, but I think it's yeah. probably also about a person, because I feel like that's such a common feeling as you, you go through these times, and you don't, you don't appreciate them, and then when you look back, you're like, that was so fun, or that was so nice, and I didn't understand that that was, like, one of my favorite mm-hmm. things ever until it was gone. Yeah. So I love that. It's like sad, but it sounds happy. Mm-hmm. It's like is... that one that one tweet where like you know those two houses in Santa Monica, like the pink one and then mm-hmm. the black house. Yeah, like that that kind of vibes. That's but the yeah. track by track. Now we need to talk about our favorites. Top are we doing, three. Are we and doing like mentions. okay? Okay, my top three. Number one is Little Freak. 
Number two is Daylight. Mm-hmm. Number three is Matilda. Mm-hmm. And then I think my honorable mentions would be Keep Driving, Satellite, Love of My Life, and Music for a Sushi Restaurant. Nice. That's a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. Um, my top three, Little Freak, Satellite, and Keep Driving. I feel like Little Freak is always going to be my favorite from this album, but then Satellite and Keep Driving will just switch depending on my mood for the day. And then my honorable mentions are Grape Juice and Daylight, and both of them also like switch spots pretty frequently. But I do love, this is a no skips album for me. I know, I really love like just hitting play and yeah. listening because it's just so fun, like so much new stuff. Yeah, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that this is our favorite release so far of the year. Yes. Yes. It's very strong. And I feel like the only other thing that I'm really looking forward to this year that I know of is Taylor possibly um, releasing her Taylor's version of 1989 and Speak Now and also Maggie's album this fall. I'm very excited for everybody to hear that. Yeah, I think I'm excited for Maggie's album, Beat with Doobie's album. I think that's really it right now. Yeah, for now. It's only six months into the year, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about our overall thoughts about the era, merch, visuals, mm-hmm. etc. So, how do you feel about the era so far? The whole Harry's House um, vibe, how it's promoted. I feel like promotion-wise, like his his team knows that he's like a priority act, so they're just gonna put all the money towards him. Like, there's like in LA, like this coffee shop had like the what is it called, like the sleeves for the coffee and then there's like literally a mural like right next to it and even the buses had like love on tour everywhere I'm just personally so overwhelmed like I want to like go to these pop-ups and things but I'm an OC all that's in LA so it's a bit of a hassle for me to go there um but I think it's so cool like the little newspaper things that he had at the very beginning like with the doors too I still don't really get the doors and all like the cryptic things that um the you are home account tweeted but I don't know. I think he's his team is just really killing it. His team will do like the coolest thing ever. And then they know the fans will take it to a whole nother level. Like they'll yeah. travel from wherever to go to a pop-up shop. They'll travel to get a coffee cup that says Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Like they will just do that. And that's yeah. very unique. And I think... I mean, they've been promoting it, but I don't feel like it's been that crazy. I feel like it kind of been, it's kind of been promoting itself. As it was, was one song and it broke records and then the mm-hmm. album broke records. And I don't know. I feel like it was just perfect timing and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's also crazy to me, like seeing like what, during like the release week and the peak of the pop up shows, I was like, shocked to see how many people that I know from like high school and middle school and I'm just like since when were you guys a fan of like solo hair like I know like some of them were like 1d stands but like during hs1 and hs2 like they were crickets and all of a sudden like they decide to be hairy stands like okay very interesting and noted I know y'all used to make fun of me for liking one direction his fan base is growing like exponentially and so insane it's crazy I feel like it's never been done before there was a screenshot that was going around on Twitter of like during HS1 tour and resale prices on StubHub and there was like nosebleed tickets for eight dollars 
and I'm like are you guys serious like I do not remember it being that low that's uh, crazy I feel I like know. I don't want to say this and be like say with full confidence because maybe I'm a little crazy for thinking this but I feel like he's getting like to like the k-pop level in the U.S. like I feel mm-hmm. I feel like his fans are willing to do many things to see him I just feel like the way that fans post about everything like that's a promotion in itself just uh-huh. to get fans to post stuff for free and they already do that and they wear his merch and they dress like him and they make references to him and they travel everywhere for him it's like that's a free promotion for anybody they talk to or we're walking them. billboards literally like that's crazy k-pop fans please don't come after me please i'm just making an yeah. observation i don't think like what you said was like offensive at all like if anything it should be like a compliment because like yeah i mean like cop not like copying them but like it's just um, i feel walking like in their footsteps it's coming to a similar level of like fans just like they are there when their favorite k-pop band is there they're mm-hmm. there and when harry styles is there the fans are there let's talk about the album cover music videos album cover first of all i think i talked about this beautiful amazing love it simple i love it i really like the simplicity of it and how like there's like no text on it like mm-hmm. you could you just know the title is harry's house based like on the visual i agree i feel like we've you don't really talked about this before a picture with no text or if there is text really really small mm-hmm. just gets your point across perfectly and i love the colors i love that it's upside down it's just so it's simple the sweetenerification of Harry. it literally is like he saw sweetener and was like wait she is smart i'm gonna walk yeah. the path that she did so yeah i love it and the music videos i mean i hope we get more i hope we get a music for a sushi restaurant one um did you see like that the apple ad with music for a sushi restaurant yeah, yeah. that one was can crazy. he please send me free airpod maxes please blue blue i want the blue ones why would he to be honest because i love him and i will listen to um, music for a sushi um, restaurant <laughs> i will buy apple face. music i will pay for apple music if you send me airpod maxes and i will stream harry's house over and over please send me the blue ones blue blue please you you don't want the green ones i think the green ones are cute but they look like they'd get too dirty too fast i mean i hope we get more music videos we definitely will Love like so, I said, I've so sent far. you that picture of him in, in like that yellow suit thing, right? I think so. Did I send that to you? Yeah. So we still haven't gotten any content with him in that outfit. So there's got to be more coming. I mean, but there was that alleged cherry music video of him shooting on a boat and it never came to be. Oh, yeah. And also like the thing in the very beginning of him on the bed, like people thought that it was for pleasing, but like also that didn't come out yet either. Yeah. So so Very much true. stuff in the vault like we need to find the code to the vault and let everything out let's go in on merch let's okay. go in may i please start yes okay all i want to say is that i never bother looking at his merch ever because i know it's going to be atrocious and outrageously priced and that's all i have <laughs> to say about it <laughs> but i genuinely want to know who is designing these things like who put the watermelon sugar thing on that bag who who made the Harry's house cover primary colors? I you need to go to jail because that is psychotic and so ugly and disrespectful to the original art. Like the original art is beautiful, belongs in museums. I could stare at it for hours and talk about it. The primary color version, 
no. Do not be printing that on hoodies and selling it for $80. Harry just needs to go back to his roots because the HS1 merch was good. The I agree. blue and pink crewnecks that said Harry, it was embroidered and it said tribute with kindness on the sleeve. Like, that was it. That was the way to go. Like, that is the Harry uniform. But I don't think it's just... great, but he's definitely has gone downhill from there. Higher fans, especially to, for designing merch. If you were, if they consulted you for merch, what would like your ideal collection look like for Harry's house? If we're keeping it price, the prices that it's at, if we're making it expensive, at least make it worth it because so much of the stuff is gilded. It is literally mm-hmm. gilded that you can buy at Michael's, you can buy on Amazon, you can buy at Walmart. I just think rules, it needs to be simple. You need to invest in quality, like make not only the products quality, but the way that the designs are put on the shirts quality like I would prefer embroidery because I feel like it looks better it feels better it lasts longer and it just shows that there's more care put into it I think neutral colors and just in general good prices for what you're getting if I got to if I was consulted for merch I would start off with like two posters like kind of the size of my Gracie poster and so one of them is going to be, oh, they're both going to be an outline of like the house that has been like going around on the merch, right? But then it like gets split up. So one poster is songs one through six, and then the other one is seven through 13. And each song has its own little room and it has like little like art. Like a dollhouse kind of? Yes, exactly. That's cute. And then like at the bottom, it'll be like the track list of the song. And then the t-shirts would have the design and then it'll be like front of the house and back of the house and that would be like the main focus of the merch collection for if I was consulted for merch that is very cute I don't know how that came to me but I'm just like I see the vision maybe I might have to execute it myself that concludes that portion of this episode and now let's get into our shout outs okay so mine is a podcast shocker deal with it um (laughs) It's called Good Children, and I found it because my sister sent me a TikTok of the two hosts. It was like a clip from their podcast that went viral, but they were talking about Panera Girls, and she sent it to me because I used to work at Panera, unfortunately, and it just like was really funny, so I listened to the podcast, and I actually really liked it, and I would recommend you listen to it because they're really funny. My shout out, I haven't downloaded it yet. I just saw a TikTok about it. And I feel like it's very fitting for this episode as well because it's an app called Kiwi. And basically it's a music widget and you can send um, songs to your friend and it shows up on their home screen, like in that little widget. And yes, I know you can just share songs through text message, but this makes it a lot more fun. And I'm not really sure why the app developer calls it Kiwi, but if people decide to download the app, I guess I'll hop on the train too and we can all send each other music. And I feel like this would, if I downloaded it, it would be one of my top used apps because I'm literally always on Spotify and I'm begging people to like send me songs. I'm stalking people's playlists. Those are our shout outs. And our next episode is going to be about TanaCon because that's literally the Zamy origin story and yeah. also other social media conventions. And we also have something very fun launching very soon after this episode comes out. So stay tuned on our IG stories for the announcement. Oh, by yeah. the way, by the way, this is another announcement. 
we're moving into Harry's house. Oh yeah, this is our moving announcement. We're yeah, roommates so, now with Harry Styles. I know and you every can't other see us, but Harry's. next time we're on Zoom, like it's gonna look completely different because we're <laughs> gonna be in Harry's house because we're his roommates. Yeah, well, actually, he's our landlord, and he's not a very good landlord because he makes us spend a lot of money. He makes us spend a lot of money, and he, like, doesn't change the light bulbs. Yeah, so it's always dark here. Yeah. Well, we love it, though. (laughs) 